get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongalant.ca. One place where a lot of spiritual aspirants get caught is in the realm of accomplishment. Because when one is in the identity, one could call it the ego, it's all about what is accomplished, what can be done, what should be avoided, pleasure and pain, desire, fear, the mastery of sterilizing life from the so-called negative emotions and increasing the positive experiences, whether that be emotions or uh, physical sensations. But many sages said from day one that you are not the body. You are not your thoughts. You are not your possessions. You are not your role, such as your, you are not your job, you are not your accomplishments. Which is why many monks would join a monastery and give up all their worldly possessions. It by no means means that this is necessary, but the reason why some spiritual disciplines demand this is because they're saying break all of your attachment to physicality. Your attachment to the micromanaging of your life, your sensations, your physical this or physical that or mental this, mental that. They're trying to break that attachment or that addiction to micromanaging those things so that you can realize that who you are is beyond all of that. And there's a very real experience, a divine experience that comes with that realization. So you can enjoy all of the physicality, all of the play of life. You can experience all of it. But if you remember that you are not any of it, and if you remember not to measure yourself based on what success you're having or what failure you're having, then you can experience freedom at the same time as life. The trap is in when you measure yourself and say, I am good or I am bad, I am this, I am that, <laughs> because the measuring is all in the mind. The minute you are here, without the measuring, without the thinking, there's an experience waiting for you that is unconditional. It doesn't have all of these idealisms or fanatical type of rules that you must be this or must be that in order to exist. And through that unconditional experience, many divine sensations become part of your everyday life. It's ironic in a way. When you stop seeking, when you stop measuring, when you stop thinking about what things should be or shouldn't be, 
then what is the greatest thing comes to you. It's like you're unraveling your own mental prison. And through this unraveling, the fulfillment of the universe becomes part of your experience. It was always there. It's just that you were turning your awareness into a focused form of suffering. You were focusing just on negativity, right? But many of the yogis speak about letting go of your attachment to even the senses. Stop just perceiving reality through your five senses. Just be here and let go of the micromanaging of life and the experience of the totality makes itself obvious to you. Life can be a tremendous thing, but it can also be a tremendous distraction from the deepest reality within you. And that's something to remember. So if you're getting too caught up in even I'm a good spiritual master or a bad one, or I'm, I'm this much enlightened or I'm that much of a spiritual expert or whatever, right? These can all be dangerous games to play because there's still just the mind trying to come up with stories to keep you locked in mind. So enjoy the story for a moment, but remember to let go of it. So if you're failing at life, let go of your judgment of yourself, most importantly. Let go of judging of any of it. Just let it all go. Because in the end, life ends anyway. <laughs> and you start all over. <laughs> right? There's no, no need to micromanage the kaleidoscope of experiences. Many good experiences come. Many so-called negative experiences come. But if you can fall back into who you are, the buffer of immortality is there with you as the conditions of life happen. It's like learning how to unflex a muscle that's been clenched for a long time. It's like spiritual constipation, right? So this is what they mean by opening a mind. It's just when a mind is clenched, it has a firm story or identity or idea of positive and negative, what's supposed to happen, what's not supposed to happen. But when it lets go of that story, it naturally unfolds and allows a flow of spiritual energy to happen. And if you don't believe in spiritual energy, let's just say reality to happen or objectivity to happen. And when the truest observation is realized, 
the bliss of existence becomes part of this moment. It becomes realized. Sometimes failing on an ego level is a blessing because it assists you with this surrender. You see many people on, on the internet and in the world that are succeeding at the life and accomplishment game. But if you speak to them in person, if they're really honest with you, they might tell you that they're failing at the fulfillment game. At the, the science of the experience of existence itself. So remember, when you're on the enlightenment journey, that's really your foundation is you're saying, what is the science of experience? What is the science of who I am? Truly. Before thought. It's not necessarily the accomplishment of the ego that comes after the thought of I. I say experience the fulfillment and then play in life, but always remember who you are and remember to return back, to drink from the waters of truth within you. So, most often when you're failing the most, you're actually succeeding on a spiritual level. You're allowing the, the universe to flow through you in those moments. And when that is happening, anything is possible. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.